The Youthscape Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am exhausted. It's been the National Youth Ministry Weekend. I'm now lying here on my sofa at home. And your chaise long. Yeah, that's it. I and am. your paisley pyjamas. And, and Rachel's here. <laughs> which is a bit awkward. Yet again, there's a room full of elders. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. We're recording this in advance. Yes. I'll be honest. Yes. Um, this is the Youthscape Podcast. Welcome. That's Rachel Gardner. It's lovely to have you with us. I'm Martin Saunders. And uh, we've just had the National Youth Ministry Weekend, which is why this isn't coming to you absolutely live. Yes. Um, but we have an exciting guest today we're going to introduce from the start. Yes. Because he's he's part of the Youthscape podcast family. He's part of the Youthscape podcast. You might recognise his dulcet tones. Shall they I, are dulcet. Shall we ask him to say testing, testing, one, two, three, and we'll see if you know who it is. Can you say something more like, I don't know, more exciting than testing, testing, one, two, three? <laughs> I think that's quite exciting, actually. It's What's quite, the best word? It's quite in the biz. We could get you. All right, okay. Do, do, do a mic test for us, Joe. Oops. Oh, well, oh, welcome to the pod- Youthscape podcast. <laughs> I mean, and apart you- from the fact that I just called him Joe and the episode has his name on it. Yeah, that's how true. How are they going to guess? I know. We just live in a fantasy right, anyway, land, don't we? we anyway, it. anonymous third person. In why the don't room. you say something? Serendipity. Oh, it's Hugh Grant! It's Hugh Grant! Yeah, no. Is that Hugh Grant? No, no. It's Joe Hartthrob, everybody. Joe Hartthrob. Is that your actual surname, or have we made that Heart up? Heart Trop is, is the name. Oh, I see. Yeah. But you and just didn't even like resist it, it, did yeah. you? If you had it all your life, you would call you Joe Heart Throb. Mm, I think for a while, people have uh, some people have, have chosen to inflect it in that way. When you say some people, do you mean one person in particular who's lying on a chaise long wearing paisley pyjamas? <laughs> is, is it Martin? Is it mainly Martin? Martin has, certainly has been leading the way. I'm the latest... Torchbearer for that nickname, I think. Are you okay with it, Joe? We're very sorry. No, it's very flattering, of course. People say that. Um, uh, (laughs) Joe Joe is uh, part of the team here at Youthscape. And if you want a little mental picture, it looks a little bit like the murderer from the TV series A Confession. Oh, which yeah. is a horrible, truly unflattering comparison. Oh, you do look a bit like him. Cool He's converse. Forty-year-old, like terrifying, sort of. But you, there's just a, there's just you've got a little bit of the serial killer about Sandy. you. Sandy, what? What? I didn't know we were going that far. I always thought you meant more of the sandy hair. So you are actually a roving reporter for the Youthscape podcast. It's true. It's it's become a thing. Yes, it has become a thing. Did you know when we when you first gave us eye contact that that meant that you'd be sent on missions that we didn't want to go on to interview our gorgeous guests? Uh, no, I never knew. It's it's come up sort of. Uh, out of nowhere but it's been lovely yeah I got to have a sort of chat with Mark Anderson several months ago yeah awesome Andy Kind um, and I think that's that's it but I've sort of been more assignments around. planned but this is very much a yeah who of, knows what the future this holds this is like an interview see this is an interview yes. Yes. for that position because this is a profoundly reporting. serious podcast no that's yeah. right I we, totally get yeah, that vibe we yeah. don't share we don't overshare no, we no, don't no. mention genitalia or, or any body parts never no. We're very serious. No comedy. No comedy. There's no comedy. Not even an attempt at comedy. (laughs) Well, that's me. I'm the one that attempts poorly. Let's be honest. I poorly attempt at comedy. It's purely academic. Joe, we've been friends for a while. Uh, We met, you were on the staff team at Christian Today. Christian Today. Which was, at the time, Britain's leading Christian website. Oh, it's just kick the mic. Oh, is that, no. is that He's a media pro. Is that a Freudian slip? <laughs> just kick the microphone. <laughs> Sorry, I just get nervous when you talk about Christian today. 
Is that gives you a lot of Christian today? That's right. That's, um, I'm not at Christian today. No, but we met there. Anymore. That's where we met, yes. And I knew about you before then. Oh, you're kind. And uh, you came across to work here at Youthscape. Uh, what's your role here at Youthscape? You're not right. just roving podcast reporter. No, I titled online content coordinator. So I sort of manage a lot of the website, was sort of involved with helping get our recently new website up, up out there onto the internet and now sort of kind of managing that. I write lots of things, edit things, help other people to write things for us. And surely nobody would ever abuse that in this organisation and get you to read things on their behalf or no. write reports on their behalf. What? or That that would never happen, would it? No, no, they wouldn't ask me to sort they of... Wouldn't, no, there would be no road... Prepare ahead of an interview. No. Can no. I just say, what? he's probably one of the tallest men we've ever had sat in this chair. And we've oh. squashed you into the corner. We told Should you, don't, don't hit the mic yeah, and then don't bash against that. You've got these long legs that are like... Are you alright? Do you need to give it more space? Yeah, no, I feel good. like we're like cramping you and we're about to kind of like squash you. So if, if it hasn't already, this podcast's going to take a strange turn in a minute. But um, before we do that, do you want to just tell us a little bit about the website and what people can yes. find on? Because it's, it's new, so improved good. and super Shiny. duper. So what's... Stop kicking the stool. <laughs> stop it. You're like a... You're literally, you're like a spider in a bath. He's tall, that's what Stop I'm saying. It. That's what I'm saying, I'm squashing. Okay, what, what, what can people expect if they log on, if they dial up youthscape.co.uk? Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Oh, no. Joe, come on. <laughs> this is, this, this feels like a school bullying flashback for both of us. I'm just taking, do you know what? Do you know what, Joe? Hurt people, hurt people. This this is what happened to me at school. Now I'm just dishing it out on someone else. This is... Who will break the cycle? Right, Joe. Pull it together now. Uh, What's there's... on our website? No, still not there. Still not there. Shall I answer? Okay. Well, on our website, there's a mix of articles. Joe curates those. Uh, there's like a blog thing. There's a research section. Lucy's everybody in the room. Is, why? It's not even that funny. People <laughs> listening to this are like, are like, why are they laughing? What's happened? All of us have cried. I don't know why. Oh no! It's because it's it's just gone ever so slightly Alan Partridge <laughs> today, hasn't it? Just ever so slightly. I just touched my makeup out and it's gone again. Ah, so lots of <sighs> lots of articles, different sections, a store where you can buy all our products. We'll talk about one of them later. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, there's a local section, go to our local work, you can find out all about the different local programmes in Luton that we do, services, you can find out about everything that we do for professionals, for youth workers, like National Youth Ministry Weekend, Launchpad, oh, which yeah. is for vicars across the UK, uh, the but, podcast, yeah, which obviously is for a youth big workers. Section. And section. if you hover, o- what I love is if you hover over the staff, the faces of the staff, there's mm. a cheeky little gif, isn't there? There is a cheeky little oh, gif. You can spend a good hour just just, just, just throwing the gifs. Yeah, it's beautiful. Martin's is a, a dancing man. I am a dancing man. <laughs> is someone specific or just a dancing? Just man? I found him on the internet. Yeah, which is how a lot of our research happens. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can you can you can hover over any member of the staff team, and they've got a little animation underneath it's very, it's very exciting it's, it's a bit weird that that's the thing we focus on yeah i know we love it that's we, the bit we, of our website that we're like come and look at that joe walked in with a resource in his hand oh, yeah. i think this the podcast listeners of old will have kind of done this journey with us won't they because one of the things that we do here is we innovate new resources and that takes a bit of time and we take things from ideas and we develop them and then we just sort of 
put them out there as a beta test and then we renew them and, and evaluate them. So we have in our hands yeah. something that's kind of been in the ether of the podcast world for a bit, hasn't it? Yes, absolutely. It. So this is the new Shuffle. It's very so uh, Shuffle is something that came out two or three years ago, which is a, a card-based kind of resource mm. to for young people to take, use on their own or maybe with a friend. Uh, and basically it's a daily challenge on each card, uh, a prayer, a Bible verse, uh, and a challenge to help you get into living the Christian life. Uh, and so there's 42 of them, which is sort of the idea being about six weeks might help you to form habits. Yeah, uh, and good. it's a way of experiencing lots of different ways of living your life as a Christian. Yes. So it's really good to give to someone who's just become a Christian. So actually a couple of years ago, everybody became a Christian at Soul That's Survivor, awesome, yes. got a pack got of shuffles. Pack, yeah. Well, we've got a new edition of shuffle, um, but it's all based around uh, mental and emotional well-being. And so it's called Shuffle, the Mindset Edition. Mm. I've gone a bit partridge again, haven't I, if I'm honest. <laughs> and uh, and so so this is all around uh, mental health and well-being. So, a bit different this time. Uh, on one side of the card, there is a bit of ancient wisdom, which may mm. be familiar to you. Um, but it isn't, it's not a Bible verse, but it's like a Bible verse that's been rewritten into uh, youth accessible language. Maybe so. I would I would call it Instagrammable. Mm. It's a bit Insta quotey. Mm -hmm. They're all Insta quotey. So you've got an Insta quote on one side, and on the other side there is a a challenge that you can do, like a which practice. is a practice. Yeah. But it's all around improving your mental, emotional health, well-being, resilience. And so uh, there's a whole bunch of different challenges from start reading a book to bake for someone to meet a friend with no phones. Oh, meet up with a friend with no phones. Uh, uh, create a positivity blog. Yeah. Uh, visit a place of worship. Look at us sneaking in the Christian message. <laughs> I love it. Um, and so the idea is you could give that to a young person who isn't maybe a Christian, and uh, and that would or, or one that is, and it'd be a way for them to just invest in their emotional resilience. But also, it's like the gateway drug to like real shuffle, uh, which is the uh, the original pack, which does the same thing but takes you through experiencing the Christian faith. So it's on the Youthscape store right now at youthscape.co.uk. Forward what? slash. Do you want the actual URL? Not yeah, the, come on, the whole shebang. With yeah. the forward slashes. Flushes. Um, I mean, I don't want to, I don't, it could be anything. Probably mindset <laughs> dash shuffle dash. Yeah, just to, just go to this website. Fantastic. Just yeah, go to the website. Smooth, Why not, Joe? Yeah. Sorry, I don't know the URL for every single product. You're the web editor! <laughs> you don't know the URLs! There's a lot of things. It's only going to Tesco's, isn't it? Like a massive Tesco's. or other stores are available and you ask something and they know, they know what number aisle it's mm. on. That's so impressive. If So we're about to send you on some other podcast interviews. Is there a part of the country that you'd like to be sent to? Is there a particular guest that you would like us to say? Oh, wow. Joe, we'd love you to go and talk That's to the ministry. That is a good question. Who would I love to spend some time with? Um, I so I spent five years in Scotland, so that's why I was at university and did a year with the church after that, working with a charity called the Navigators. Um, so I've got a heart for a place in my heart for Scotland, maybe not a, a full-on heart for Scotland. Um, but uh, so any time going back there is lovely. Mm. Who would I love to spend time with? I don't know. I I used to slightly know a friend of yours, Andy Croft. Ah. Um, when I was sort of in Watford mm. and he came along to my school I was leading the CU and he did a Gorilla Christian for us that was fun oh wow and um, I went along to a little course he did on on the Gospels which was very interesting sort of a bit of theology before I did uh, theology at university 
Mm. So that was, yeah, he was a great. Shall we see if we can set that up? Yes. That'll be like, uh, you know, it'll be like um, a reunion. Like Cilla Black, mm. kind of meeting you up with somebody that you've always wanted to meet with. But it's interesting that you say Scotland because mm. producer Rachel and I have here an envelope, and in this envelope, we have a train ticket. <laughs> I'd love that. That'd have been so That cool. would have been amazing. Do you It'd know, talking like of so Ra- can, can I just say, producer Rachel, um, often she'll send me just to give you a little uh, what, post a little insight into how mid-production how this works. Um, so so normally she'll she'll text me during the interview during the interview Ooh, with like an insight yeah. or a fact or some sort of killer question. Yeah, and today her insight was in capital letters: "Get on with it." <laughs> So yeah, I think we've like, been told. I mean, we have been told. What the are we listener, getting on with? The listener is like, come on, is there a point to this is interview? Is any of it? Fine. Well, Joe, we uh, we were talking the other day about your dissertation. Yes. Uh, so you've done, been doing a degree in theology and art history, is that right? Is, yeah, theology, the title is Christianity and the Arts. It's at King's College London. We're basically looking at theology and art, slash the relationship between Christian theology and the art. What have... Theologians said about art, how has art been used to explore theological ideas throughout Christian history. I spent some time at the National Gallery, which kind of co-taught with London's National Gallery. Uh, so yeah, that's what I've just And it's finished. not just paintings, is it? It's not just paintings, yeah. I mean, obviously art takes many forms, and then we spent a lot of time with, with paintings, but I uh, decided in my dissertation to focus on film. Um, this is where this conversation oh, is going to take a turn that Rachel Gardner doesn't care about. <laughs> I'm edging out of this conversation. Why don't you just have a little nap? I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn. Your husband would have loved he this. He would love this. And loads of women would love this. This is not a gender thing, it's just a me thing. So, yeah, I decided to career into the very highbrow world uh, within film of the superhero, which oh. everyone takes very seriously. Everyone knows is a site of serious academic discipline and and study. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I've always loved superheroes growing up. Love the Batman cartoon, Batman the animated series, very good. Always had a sort of love for them growing up, and sort of still do. Obviously, they're more popular now maybe than ever. And I thought it was time to give something back. Because people do. Well, it's time for you to give something back to yes. superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And this was what I could do. Wow, you hero. Look at that. But people do take it seriously. I mean, my jokes oh, yeah. aside, and our mm. jokes aside, they are, it is a serious, why? Why are superheroes a serious part of adult culture and thinking? Yeah, I think it's fascinating. Culture? And that was partly something I was trying to sort of get out of this dissertation, was thinking about what's, what's going on with a superhero. Partly sort of, partly the why, but also the sort of, what is the nature of sort of, of the superhero, is it actually valuable? So even if it's popular, is it good? Some people would say, okay, the superhero is just escapist entertainment. Um, people like to believe in fantastical things that would never happen because they give them an escape from the everyday, but actually they're not very helpful because they don't help you think about real life. They don't prepare you for real struggles where things are hard and good doesn't always win and people die. And so the superhero is kind of unethical in that way because it's just escapism and it's not helping us think about life and the difficulties of life and it pretends that there's some saviour who's just going to show up defeat all the baddies and then you'll be fine oh well that sounds interesting from a theological perspective doesn't it but but one of the answers to rachel's question would surely be 
extended adolescence mm. and the fact that we just want to hold on to childish things and the fact that like, we, we feel nostalgic about the fact that we had comic books and superhero action figures and superhero cartoons when we were younger and therefore the the, the MCU franchise which is the, mm. the, the Marvel thing which you've really yes, the focused cinematic universe, down yeah. in, on um, you know that's just a way for us to sort of carry on you know our childish pursuits yeah, but and perhaps we shouldn't put childish things away, Martin. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I think there certainly is some of that that people want to hold on to uh, the things of their childhood or the things they grew up with. But then, and then there's obviously people who grow up with them for the first time. They grow up as a young person where these it's not that they're looking back to the, their childhood of comic books, but that is their childhood where suddenly these films are what's out there and what everyone's talking about. Um, and yeah, I wonder if there is an appeal to is there something about you know the kind of simplistic leaning to some of those stories about big battles of good and evil or the kind of the, the sort of pure fantasy of what if I could be a hero what if I could be someone else I can make more of my life that there is something kind of that appeals to children about that fantasy like loads of fantasy stories like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings um, or Narnia but actually I think a lot of Christian theologians have thought about art and theology would say that actually there's something really good in that, actually, that sometimes escapist kind of literature, if we call it that, kind of sort of thinking about another world is actually a really good way to think about this one. Mm. Um, so it's, so is, is the appeal that they are like demigods or that they are like ultimate humans? Yeah, that's a really good question. Yeah, so do they help us think about God or do they think us help think us think more about ourselves? So Because often I think the Christian analogy with superheroes is basically essentially Jesus is a bit like Superman and I remember being at a youth event back in probably 2006 or something where we we watched a trailer for Superman Returns and it he's you know Superman's father says you know I send you my only son to save you know humanity and be a light to the world sort of thing and it's all very sort of theological imagery and there's lots of that in the Superman films of Superman being like Christ and so obviously the classic sort of peg and maybe popular for youth workers as well is to say, well, that's good, that's popular, say what, Jesus is a bit like that. And so he's a bit sort of, it helps people think about sort of higher powers and and then you kind of get Jesus in there. I think the Marvel hero is actually a bit more helping us think about ourselves and our ideas about who we could be. So they're much more emphasising fallibility, actually our failure to live up to our ideals uh, our weakness, uh, mortality, uh, our sort of the fact that we can't work alone, that we actually rely on each other, so that our sort of need for interdependence. Um, so they offer ideas actually that help us think a bit less about, okay, what is the nature of God and more about what does it mean to be human, what does it mean to be connected, mm-hmm. what does it mean to be a good person in the world. Uh, so those are the kind of things I was trying to think about. I sort of I was exploring the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the lens of. Uh, goodness, beauty, and truth, which are kind of three categories that Christians and philosophers have used throughout human history to think about what is the nature of the world. Okay, maybe everything basically comes down to things that are true and good and beautiful. Oh, so it's a Pauline thing. I mean, does it, do they stand up to that Pauline idea of whatever is good, whatever is trustworthy, whatever is beautiful? Think on these things. Are yeah. They, well, I would argue that yeah, in, in many ways they do, and um, I would say. And part of this, again, comes from wanting to sort of defend sort of the superhero bit. And um, I remember hearing a few a few months ago, 
the Right Honourable Justin Welby, a wonderful man, uh, speaking on the Sacred Podcast, friends of yours, I think. Um, talking Can we about. Take them all down, all other podcasts, they're going down. Yeah, down. sorry, yeah, <laughs> brilliant. That's right. Competition. Brilliant, Rachel. Um, <laughs> but he was talking uh, to Elizabeth Field, and he just said offhand, offhand comment um, that whenever, when he's looking for some sort of material to switch his brain off, I'll watch an Avengers movie. Which obviously I was very grieved by this. Wow. Um, and you've actually converted to Roman Catholicism. That's right, as yes. As a result of that one statement. Well, indeed, yeah, I was very, very tempted to. I am a confirmed Anglican and would defer to the Archbishop in all matters of faith and practice. But this was somewhere where I had to take my stand and say, no, Justin, I don't think this is brainless uh, entertainment. But yeah, I think you're right, though. They do actually, they say things that are, you know, really valuable in terms of. They offer sort of reflections on the nature of the visual and actually is there more to life than what you can see? Are there unseen realities? So that's a film that Doctor Strange in particular is very much thinking about. Uh, they think a lot about goodness, about the nature of what it means to be a good person and the importance of character. So not just thinking about myself and my freedom to do whatever I like or whether I can control the consequences and good consequences versus bad consequences. But actually the most important thing being Am I a good person, and what kind of person will, uh, would that would that require of me to become? So Captain America is very much a very sort of an emblem emblem of that. That more than anything, despite his great strength, uh, what makes him special is that he is a good man. Uh, which again, these are very interesting sort of things that you would put you know into your sort of modern mythology, as it were, and things that clearly have a great appeal to people. Um, uh, could reference some bits in recent films but I don't, I don't want to spoil it for anyone that's not seen them um, but yeah I think that shapes a lot of the attachment for people there are superhero stories that are all about anti-heroes about you know the, the baddies that you quite like because you know they actually they don't follow the rules and they, they sort of uh, they smash the system a bit and uh, maybe there's an escapist element of that that we like to live through people who can break the rules but actually these are stories which often emphasise the value of uh, of virtue, of yeah, of interdependence, of yeah, of a lot of things that I think align with Christian theology, even if they don't go as far as saying, you know, who is Jesus or who is the God that made this all. But I think they gesture in that direction. But do you think this is a rich territory for youth ministry? So I think probably the classic approach we've taken to this is find a good clip from Thor <laughs> and show the clip from Thor yeah. because it illustrates a guy dying and then rising again mm. or something like that. Um, you know, I, it strikes me that when I, I was talking to young people over the summer when we were away camping, um, and you, you, you realise that they have mm -hmm. an encyclopedic knowledge of the Marvel Cinematic mm -hmm. Universe. Not all young people, but those that do really know it, and they know every movie, and they know the minor characters, and they know the, the Easter eggs and the little interconnected bits back to the comic books that none of them even read. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so they, they're living with this universe they kind of in the way that um you know more earnest teenagers back in the 1980s might have held the whole of scripture yeah and 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 somehow understood the whole world that they were supposed to understand as young christians now that you know there are a lot of teenagers around who are holding a 23 film uh cinematic epic in their heads and all the intricacies and all and the um the the the, the different characters the interplay between them and all of that stuff so mm. is that is, how does that become a rich uh, uh, place for, for youth ministry to take place? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I think it's kind of illustrating this fact that actually um, 
young people are very religious in that way. Mm-hmm. That has a religious function for their lives. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not as simple as saying, okay, so there's this kind of secular culture um, and that's, it's, it's pretty shallow. There's not much there, but we can see some things there. So, okay, there's an example of resurrection. So we'll take that. You see this resurrection. Here's, here's Jesus coming back from the dead sort of thing. And so it doesn't take their world very seriously. Mm. Uh, and actually, I think it's this idea of saying, Okay, so there's all, there is a whole kind of religious structure here, and what do people look for in religion? They're looking for meaning. They're looking for a story. They're looking for a world that makes sense of their lives. Um, and presumably, if they're turning to that, it's because they find it in some way satisfying. And perhaps they've tried other ways that have not been that satisfying. And maybe, obviously, a lot of young people we know just haven't really interacted with church at all, so they don't know that what it would really have to offer apart from maybe something old and old and no longer relevant. But actually, the idea of a big story of this interconnected world that you can be part of, uh, of you know, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is all these films that weave together. So, if you've not read, if you've not seen this film in this film, you won't understand Avengers Endgame, which, as you say, is is very much like the way that you know the world of of Christianity works in terms yeah. of when you read the Gospels. You know, sure, you can go into this into Matthew's Gospel sort of fresh out of nowhere. But actually, a lot of it won't really make sense unless you know the narrative that's mm. that's come before it. Um, and again, there's rituals that people, you know, Christians have the Eucharist. You know, we have baptism. We have ways in which we embody our devotion to this world. The ways in which we illustrate the fact that we are part of a bigger story. And you know, cinema going in its own way is is a kind of ritual that people. Well, like the midnight screening. Yeah. You know, that if you're a really mm-hmm. hardcore right. devotee. Yeah. Um, you get up and you go and see the yeah. film at midnight even if you're in another country people yeah. and I, pe- I saw it in America mm-hmm. and that is a whole new level of devotion a midnight screening in America they are like whoopee you barely hear the film yeah. Yeah. they're making so much noise and they're all dressed up well Tom Wright theologian Tom Wright talks about the, um, the different acts of scripture mm. and that the role of the church now is to know the story that's gone before yeah. to know the characters know what they would do and then to act in line with that and I guess what I'm hearing you say, and, and sort of fan fiction plays into this massively, doesn't it? And then, this is not Marvel, but Game of Thrones. Wasn't there an ending that the screenwriters had and everyone revolted against it? No one it likes the ending to, of Game of Thrones. They had to write a new ending or something. Well, no, but they that, didn't. They're not. They've but left it's it that, unwritten. Uh, have they? But that sense of knowing, d- intimately knowing these characters, mm. that the fan fiction that comes out of it, the characters have still have authenticity, but the stories can change. And I guess... That's a beautiful way of understanding our story of scripture, mm. that yeah. that interplay. Because I think we still have quite a static theology, don't we? It's the it's what happened to the people of Israel over there then. Yeah. They're not my ancestors. Well no, they are my ancestors, actually. Mm. I'm in the line of Abraham and Sarah yeah. and Rahab and the others. And actually how I live is part of that ongoing story in the way that possibly some young people I know who are profound fans see themselves almost wanting to live in the line of mm. that fan fiction or whatever it is they've seen. That's probably I think you're right to absolutely challenge this very thin, shallow. Because I yeah. always think, no, Jesus is not Superman. That's the whole problem that mm. you think he is. Yeah. That's, I think I've always seen that relationship as quite complicated, but that's a new, fresh taking. Joe, thank you very much. Hey, great pleasure. You might have Thanks lost Justin Welby, but you've won me. Wow. Is that wow. a fair trade? That's, no, yeah, that's more than right. I could have hoped for. Is yeah. it really? Thank you. Oh, bless you. What a day this has turned out <laughs> to be. Extraordinary. If you can hold it together just for one more moment, Joe. <laughs> You um you worked quite heavily on on a very popular youthscape resource, and I mention it because we've had quite a few people email in and contact us to say how how helpful they're finding it. So I don't want to do another plug, but just to embarrass you, you did actually write Swap. It's which, true. Which yeah. was our is our Bible study that you 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 have two copies 
Uh, you, you explain how it works. Sure. Yeah, it's a sort of it's a discipleship journal designed for kind of one-to-one context. So it comes in a pair, uh, ideal for you and a friend or you and a youth worker. Um, and the idea is that you kind of go through it together, and you each have your own copy. But then there's certain points where you swap your your copies, and then you sort of you can see what the other has written, and there's a chance for you to write things that are related to the other person. Uh, and the idea is that you get something at the end, which actually is kind of a little bit of sort of relationship history in a way. It's something that sort of a bit of each other is in um, in your life, which I guess expresses the idea that discipleship is something that happens together, that we're interdependent um, and sort of deepens the relationships that people have, encourages people to sort of to live the Christian life in community and to realise, I guess, the help that others can provide as they follow Jesus. And what's the URL? No idea. Swap, probably. <laughs> youthscape.co.uk slash store and that's where it is that's where you can find it so uh, Joe, thank you yes. for joining us today uh, we will be hearing your and I think it's the right word dulcet, dulcet tones, tones again from Scotland I reckon yeah and, and we're going to sound that date with Andy Croft woohoo uh, we can make dreams come true and uh, you know oh, we just need to do a couple of shout outs we do I can't do them no uh, so it's hello to Rachel Gardner in Harrow and hello to Rachel Gardner in Woodmanster. This has been the Youthscape Podcast. We've had a lot of fun. See you soon. The Youthscape Podcast is free and it always will be free, but you can support us by going to patreon.com forward slash youthscape.